Could Missouri defensive coordinator Blake Baker be on the move after all? Well, LSU certainly hopes so. And let's talk about Williams Winery's dominant performance in the Under Armour All-American game and more right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. And some rumors and innuendo and maybe downright actual news out there on the internet yesterday has Mizzou Nation a little bit nervous right now, including myself, I have to be honest with you. And it was Brandon Marcello among others from 24-7 Sports, who reported that Missouri's Blake Baker has emerged as a leading target for the LSU defensive coordinator job. So, if you if you missed it, LSU basically fired its entire defensive staff after this season, and with good cause. LSU wasn't exactly the the pillar of defense in the SEC in fact quite the opposite may have thrown away in some ways one of the best quarterback seasons they're ever going to have maybe second only to Joe Burrow in history was Jaden Daniels this past season but obviously as a Missouri fan I'm a little bit nervous right now and I do not want Blake Baker to leave Missouri for LSU Duh, right? But let's remove ourselves for for a second from these nervous feelings and these emotions. Let's look at this objectively. What's actually happening here? Because to me, if you think about it, if Blake Baker goes to another defensive coordinator job, no matter where it is, quite honestly, but obviously LSU traditionally much more of a a blue blood, a, a national championship contender than are the Missouri Tigers. But what about for 2024? Is it really that much different that Missouri is is going to be expecting to compete for a college football playoff spot next year? Well, LSU is too. I guarantee it. Brian Kelly, guarantee you that's what he wants. He's trying to improve that defense in order to get there. But at the same time, not a guarantee for any one of those, either one of those teams, I should say, to make it to the playoff next season. So that's a really risky move if you're Blake Baker. Now, a part of the lure there is, of course, I shouldn't say of course. Let, let me let me uh, let you in on a little bit of background here. Baker is from, I believe, Texas originally. His wife, most importantly, an LSU alum. She was an athlete at LSU. Now, how much the pull of the the former school, the alma mater, has for Baker and his family and his wife, maybe more specifically. I'm not so I'm not sure about that. But what I am more sure of is that Blake Baker was very interested in going to Tulane to be their head football coach. Now that would have been a much more understandable move to me. In fact, if Blake Baker would have taken, if he had been hired as Tulane's head football coach. If I were Eli Drinkwitz, I'd have given him a big hug and driven him to the airport and said, thank you very much for everything you've done for this program, but I understand why you have to take that job. 
LSU to me, or whether it was LSU or it was a, a Big Ten school that was similar, or even if it was the Crimson Tide, if they were looking for a defensive coordinator, I just think there's a lot of risk there for Baker because if indeed he is a guy, and it seems like he is, who'd love to be a head coach someday, I think actually the best move for him is to come back to Missouri for one more season, have what I think is likely to be another really strong campaign for the Tigers in 2024, another good defense, by the way, a team that and a athletic program an NIL sort of institution here, for lack of a better phrase, an, an, an NIL infrastructure would probably be better said that is very much willing to go all in on this football season. They're saying, hey, we'll go and get you some pieces on defense. They've already done it with Toriano Pride at corner, looking at the kid from the the Big Ten's leading rusher from Purdue yesterday. All of that good stuff leads me to believe that and a bunch of important pieces coming back on the defense next year too. It just seems like with Baker already having laid the foundation at Missouri, he's in a perfect spot to cash in in 2024 with a real head coaching job, maybe in the group of five, maybe even bigger than that. Quite honestly, he could get a power five offer next season if Missouri follows up this breakout 23 campaign with as good of, if not better, of a season in 2024. I think that's where Blake Baker can really make the big bucks. However, I will say this, if it comes down to some massive bidding war between LSU and Missouri, and it, all indications are that's probably not going to happen. It seems like Missouri feels like, according to Gabe DeArmond over at Power Mizzou, they gave him a very fair contract extension, market value, all that good stuff. He's well taken care of, he being Blake Baker. So money isn't really an issue here, and that, again, leads me to believe, if anything, this seems like a bit of a money play by Jimmy Sexton, who is Blake Baker's agent. For those of you not aware, he's basically the Scott Boris of college football coaching agents. And if you followed Major League Baseball at any level for the past 20 or 30 years or so, you know that Scott Boris is the guy you hire when you want to get paid. So to me, this may be just a way to get even a few more bucks out of the athletic department. I don't know. What people at Missouri are necessarily signaling to Gabe DeArmond could just be some negotiations and hardball being played here. Ultimately, though, and I could be totally wrong here, but all of this this whole big buildup that I've done here the few, first few minutes of the show is leading me to believe that Blake Baker is going to stick around at Missouri. If anything, hey, maybe another 100000 200000 bucks is added onto this extension at some point. We shall see. And if you find that whole process, well, a little bit a little bit underhanded, whatever you want to call it, hey, that's why you hire agents. That's why you hire Jimmy Sexton, people like that, so you don't have to get your hands dirty. And I think ultimately in the at the end of the day, I think it's a lot of posturing and all that stuff is what's happening here because if Blake Baker goes to LSU next year, listen, there's no guarantees at Missouri either. I just think it's a lot more likely that he has a a stable situation in 24 for him to cash in in 25 with a real head coaching job for Blake Baker. Now, if I am wrong and Baker does go to LSU, well, I think Missouri wouldn't have to go outside of the program 
All indications are the co-defensive coordinator, DJ Smith, who's also the linebackers coach. I would say they probably would just move him up to the full-time, the full defensive coordinator role, give him a slight pay raise, and maybe go out and find another linebackers coach to take on some of DJ's responsibilities, maybe that he has a little, doesn't have quite as much time for. Maybe another position coach at another position. Who knows? Something like that. But again, if I were a betting man right now, I'm betting Blake Baker comes back to Missouri next season. And this offseason, when Missouri, well, when they got Caden Green, the offensive lineman from Oklahoma, away from the Sooners in the portal, a lot of people, including myself, assumed the Tigers had found their starting left tackle. But you know what? That may not be the case. So let's talk about Derek Graham visiting the Tigers here in just a couple days. But first, I want to tell you about game time because this time of year, you want last-minute tickets to the basketball game here at Mizzou Arena on Saturday, for instance. But you know what? You don't know who to trust. Well, I know who you trust. It's game time. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and even theater events near you. And here's the deal. You want to go to that Georgia game last second? You put off getting tickets. Well, all-in pricing, $15 to get in the building. Come on, a noon tip-off on a Saturday. What better do you have to do on a cold January day? Let's fill up Mizzou Arena on Saturday. But regardless of where you sit, when you buy your tickets, you got to use the Game Time app. So download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Thanks for making Locked On Mizzou your first listen every day. For your second listen, be sure to check out Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. That's Locked On Sports today on YouTube. And again, this past offseason when Missouri got Caden Green, I think most of us expected that Missouri had found their left tackle for 2024 to to replace Javon Foster, of course, been a, co- a cornerstone for that Missouri line for a few seasons now. But according to Chris Hummer of 24-7 Sports, Troy's starting left tackle has entered the portal. Derek Graham is his name, and he's apparently going to be visiting Mizzou on Saturday, perhaps taking in the Mizzou-Georgia basketball game. Who knows? Well, apparently he has already visited with Ohio State, in fact, yesterday, at Pittsburgh today, Texas A&M tomorrow, and then finally Missouri gets the final spot to make their pitch. First of all, how in the world, I'm just really curious into how that works travel-wise, by the way, is he is he taking a bus across the country going from, let's see, from uh, presumably in, in Troy, Alabama to Columbus, Ohio to Pittsburgh to College Station, Texas, then back across the country essentially to Columbia, Missouri, four straight days of that? That seems 
insane, number one. And if he's taking a private plane, who's who's footing the bill for wheels up? I've got a lot of questions here because if I were Mizzou and he had that schedule, I think a lot of times college coaches want to get the last visit give you the last impression, I think I might rather have the first day so he's sort of bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and not beaten down like Steve Martin in planes, trains, and automobiles. But regardless, again, what I think is interesting here is that everybody assumed that Missouri had found their left tackle, but as I had pointed out, Caden Green actually played 90% some out of his snaps last season as a left guard. Now, at the same time, I thought, hey, maybe he's coming to Missouri to play tackle. Maybe he wants to play tackle. But this leads me to believe that Green is actually a little bit more flexible than I think we assumed. So maybe ultimately, Derek Graham ends up as an Ohio State Buckeye or, or wherever he ends up going. But if he does sign with Missouri, I think that's a sign that perhaps he's the left tackle and maybe Green slides over into one of those guard spots, most likely, again, the left guard spot. Missouri is good to go at right tackle with Armand Mimbu. Connor Tolleson is slated to be your starting center once again, but a couple of guard spots up for grabs in theory there. So maybe it is Derek Graham sliding to left tackle and maybe Caden Green sliding back inside where he played last season with the Sooners. And yesterday afternoon, Missouri signee, former Lee Summit North product, Williams Winery, who has been called a generational prospect by Brian Smith on this particular show, our recruiting expert here on Locked On. Well, one of our old recruiting experts who's also been a guest on this program, now with Rivals.com, John Garcia, had his take on Winery in the Under Armour all-American game yesterday and also the week of practices as well I'll just read to you verbatim here John Garcia says after an up and down week of practices the bright lights brought out the best in the Missouri signee Winery was a dominant force off the edge throughout the game winning with power and speed on routine he was credited with multiple stops including one for loss and a pass breakup in the win the tackle for loss came against the only five-star passer in attendance dj lagway and he nearly notched a sack after a head turning dip and rip move to take the passer off his spot as a teammate finished the job so the dip and rip there. I think that's something we're going to be seeing quite a bit from Williams Winery as a Missouri Tiger, hopefully throughout his entire career, by the way. With, with the transfer portal, you never know. But I'd, I'd bet on him playing at least three years with the Tigers. But the dip and rip is something scout-wise. that I, I think that is kind of what makes him special. It's not just the size that he has, but the ability to basically bend around and flex and, and just be a, a hard moving target for these 300 pound offensive linemen just an unusual athlete at that size is Williams Winery no question about that but you know what some other rather unusual and interesting athletes have hit the market in the transfer portal yep not just about high school recruiting these days but one thing I can tell you for sure there's a lot of rumor and innuendo about how much guys are making in the portal and more often than not I've got to think that the rumors are probably on the high end right now when somebody says hey I heard Arch Manning made 
you know, $4 million with Texas this past season to go there or something like that. Listen, I know at the very, very heights of all this, there are a few, a handful of players like Caleb Williams, if you've seen his penthouse, a pretty good indication he's gotten some some good money from USC, that kind of deal. But the reality is, and this is reality, with almost without question, almost without exception, I should say, these name, image, and likeness deals, including with them, is non-disclosure agreements. And, you know, I think that's what's creating all of this rumor and innuendo, because of course... While these young guys are going to sign non-disclosure agreements, that means they're not going to go on to Twitter slash X and start spouting off at the mouth about how much money they're making. But at the same time, you don't think there are some, there are some maybe some young ladies perhaps that they'd like to brag to a little bit, maybe even increase, you may even go with the old fish story, you know, and, and maybe brag a little bit about what they actually don't have. No, young guys have never done that in history. That's impossible. But seriously, though, and also just the fact that, yeah, players are going to talk amongst themselves, too. They're going to go, hey, how much did you get? Oh, well, I got this and blah, 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 blah. Not necessarily always telling each other the truth. But from what I've heard, by the way, and again, this is like second, third information here, but hey, we got a network of podcasters here at the Locked On Network who have a whole network of people they talk to. Well, from what I've heard, some of the biggest guys in the portal that we've all heard about, hey, maybe they're getting somewhere of like $30,000 a month, something like that. That seems fairly reasonable. Again, big name type players. Think, by the way, guys like Kenshawn Judkins, who just entered the transfer portal from Ole Miss. That was a big-time shocker this morning to see Judkins enter the portal. But I will say this. You can kind of put two and two together here a little bit. Jackson Dart, who is a borderline NFL prospect, I would say, at quarterback for the Ole Miss Rebels. Well, he's decided to come back next season, and in no small part because he got a big old check of name, image, and likeness. So so the rumor and innuendo goes, and that really is all this is. But again, it's not hard to figure out figure out the steps here that maybe the money wasn't there for Quinshawn Judkins now that Dart got paid. Because while there is no there is no salary cap in terms of name, image, and likeness or any rules as far as I can tell, there is the reality, the certain rule of reality, whereas at a certain point you run out of other people's money. So there is that. People have real budgets and real lives and real nuts that they have to pay each and every month. So yes, that may be why people like Trevor Etienne and Kenshawn Judkins have ended up in the portal because, well, maybe the well has run a little bit dry at some of their other places and got to move on to the places where there is, where the well is plenty wet. And actually right now, Missouri seems like it's one of the wettest places out there. And yes, for all of you correctors out there, I realize I probably should have said most wet, but wettest sounds good because it's like a wet jump shot, right? Although some people don't like the word wet spoken into a microphone. So I'm going to knock that off right now. But here's what we're not going to knock off. Plenty of more Missouri football to get to, including Chris Abrams drain making his way to the NFL. Obviously, that's going to have a big impact on the defense for this upcoming season, but hopefully not as negative as maybe we might expect. But you know what? Before we get there, 
let's talk about FanDuel because the NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 bucks, 50 bucks, excuse me, in bonus bets whether you win or or lose. The app is so easy to use with live same game parlays. You can find bets in the new explore tab and make a parlay in the parlay hub the best way to find popular plays. So visit fanduel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. It's FanDuel official partner of the NFL. And to the surprise of no one around Missouri, Chris Abrams Drain has declared himself eligible for the NFL draft, and I certainly wish him all the best in the world. I really, just as a, a fan of football and Missouri football, of course, just had a great time watching Chris Abrams Drain develop from a guy who was a slot receiver as a true freshman, made the transition to slot corner as a sophomore ultimately ends up as one of the best boundary corners in the SEC. Just a really impressive career for Chris Abrams Drain. Guy deserves all the credit in the world. Obviously, he had the athleticism within him, but to make that transition, not easy at all, and he he made it look pretty easy, I got to admit. So congratulations to him. I hope he, him and Ennis Rakestraw and Darius Robinson and, and Cody Schrader and everybody else, Javon Foster, I hope they all crush it at the next level, obviously. But you know what? This is a big concern. Chris Abrams drain, Ennis Rakestraw, not going to be on the roster next season. And as I've said, ad nauseum to those of you who are everydayers, I think they were probably the most important position on the defense for the last couple seasons. So I'd be a total hypocrite if I just hand-waved the fact that they're leaving and said, oh, no worries, we're fine, no big deal whatsoever. But I will say... Drayden Norwood, I thought, played quite well this season. I thought he hung in there so well, in fact, that Missouri was comfortable moving Rakestraw inside in the dime package on a lot of third and long type scenarios and left Norwood on the outside, which was very effective for Missouri, by the way. Also, Marcus Clark had his moments as well, including a really big pass breakup in the Cotton Bowl against Ohio State. Also, of course, Toriano Pride coming in from the transfer portal as well. Though, to be honest, I don't know a whole lot about Toriano Pride. I've spent the last couple years breaking down these Missouri guys, often on film with replays over and over and over again. Toriano Pride, all I really know about him is he was, Missouri wanted him bad coming out of St. Louis, coming out of out of the St. Louis area, out of high school. He ends up at Clemson and plays kind of sparingly there, and now he's back at Missouri. So hopefully he is a, a contributor next season. I know Missouri is hoping that, no question about it, but I'm just not going to guarantee that Toriano Pride is suddenly – going to be a big a big part of this Missouri defense next year when I don't have any proof of concept, even at Clemson, just yet. So again, a real concern here at corner, but if Missouri's going to keep adding pass rushers, that's going to make their jobs a lot easier. 
And you know what? If you're still listening at this point in the show, odds are you're an everydayer. So thanks so much for being here. And I'm going to ask for a little bit of leash here. I'm going to go off topic for a second because I want you all to know something. I pitched a new show to the Locked On Podcast Network yesterday, and it's called Locked On Stocks. Yes, the stock market, my day job. How about five days a week talking about the stock market? I think it fits our format perfectly here. Your team every day. How about your market every day? How about that for a slogan? Seriously, I know it's not in the in the sports segment, of course, and that's what Locked On has concentrated on. That's 100% of what they do as far as I can tell, but I really think the Locked On stocks thing can work. I think it's an attractive potential advertising demo. A higher higher income bracket is the stock market followers, people who play golf and have a stock portfolio and all that good kind of stuff. An attractive market. I really think that. So, what do you all think? Would you be interested in that? Or if you're a stock market financial news type follower, would you be interested in hearing my thoughts on that as well? Seemed like the first email I got back seemed like people were fairly interested. So we will see what happens. I'll keep you abreast of all the new news there if there is any. But indeed, thanks as always for listening to Locked on Mizzou. Thanks for being an everydayer. And again, hey, make your second listen Check out the Locked On's 24-7 streaming show called Locked On Sports Today. Subscribe on YouTube to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Again, that's Locked On Sports Today. So, until next time, I'm John Miller, and thanks as always for listening to Locked on Mizzou.